The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Two minutes to go. Illinois 71, Michigan State 68. Out top is Io. Long, long three. Got another one. He got another one. Timeout, Michigan State. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Right wing, Kipper cuts to the lane. Down low, Kofi! What a slam dunk! And there's the high-low and the feet of the big seven-footer. Williams to Georgie at the free-throw line, drive. Down the lane, and slams it in! Three, gonna have to shoot it with two, a long, long three! Oh, he got it! He got it! Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome in on an early start for Illinois basketball. This morning, Illinois against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. The Illini are 11-5 on the season with a 3-2 mark. Back-to-back wins coming off a rare win in Madison against the Badgers. They won on Wednesday night, 71 to 70. Io DeSumo with the clutch shots at the end of the game. And meanwhile, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, 12 and three, their best record in their first 15 games since the 1975-76 season. They are three and one in Big Ten play. And maybe Lauren Tate, the most anticipated Illinois Rutgers matchup well, ever yeah. <laughs> in this yeah, series history. That. A couple years ago, they had an NCAA tournament bid hanging on. That's it. true. But that was at Rutgers, by the way, and, <laughs> and Illinois lost. But uh, this team is uh, this team is so balanced. You just don't know. You know, they got the scoring of Harper. They got the rebounding of Miles Johnson. He's strong on the boards. They've got the three point shooting of Yaboa and McConnell. And transition play of Jacob Young. They're just they, they're balanced. They got a, qualities that can give you a lot of trouble. Interchangeable parts is what they have, particularly one through four. A lot of similar type players. They are missing one of their best players, if not their best player, in Geo Baker, who brings eleven and a half points per game. Uh, these Rutgers Scarlet Knights, they they don't shoot a lot of threes, though. They get a lot of two point field goals. They're they're kind of scrappy. They're long. They steal the ball. They block shots. They have the 16th best scoring defense in the nation. Oh, they they play you tough defensively. And and I would imagine if you are a Scarlet Knight fan, you're looking at this game going, oh, I don't know about this one. And I think if you're an Illini fan, you're looking at this one going, I don't know about this one. Well, we gotta you just gotta play uh, the home courts, everything, and you gotta take advantage of it. We've got we'll have a good crowd today. I don't know if it'll be a great crowd with the weather and and all, but it's an early game. Uh, but uh, I, I, Illinois just got to play better than they know how, like they did at Wisconsin. That was a really good performance, by the way. Good offensive performance at Wisconsin. Could, couldn't really stop them. They were scoring consistently, and both teams hit 70, which is unheard of. I, 28 consecutive games, Illinois didn't score 70 against them. I don't recall any team going on a major run. Uh, you know, And I don't think the lead ever got more to seven than for Wisconsin. Yeah. 
But Illinois just hung in there, punch for punch, and yep. they finally got one up there at Cole Center. We're off and running here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. Illinois tipping early against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights at 11 a.m. When we come back, we'll talk with Jess Settles from the Big Ten Network. He'll join us. He's on the television call and get his thoughts on this game and the Big Ten as well. Stay with us. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. The Illini and the Scarlet Knights here this morning from the State Farm Center, Illinois, in the regular home whites for this morning. The Rutgers Scarlet Knights will be in their solid red. Some of the players are out getting some early shooting going. Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate with you, and pleased to be joined by Jess Settles from the Big Ten Network, who has plenty of time right now because uh, not much to do in the fields if you're farming, <laughs> right, Jess? <laughs> hey, that's right. This was the longest year ever to be in farming, and Illinois farmers know that. It took forever to get the crop out, but it's over. Yeah. And we're into the basketball season, and what a great season we're having. Yeah, it is. It's tremendous that you, you – well, I guess the only thing you can say is probably the home team will win. Yeah, right? I mean, if you're a gambling man, which I'm not, but uh, home court has just been critical. You have to protect your home court. But uh, this one today, I mean, look, Rutgers is obviously not afraid to play on the road. They handled Nebraska the last time they were on the road. They're a tough team defensively. They rebound well. So, I, look, who would have thought a month ago that this would be one of the most important games of the early Big Ten season? Well, is there is there any game that isn't important? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, for for the three of us, I mean, this is kind of like the old school Big Ten today, isn't it? Yep. It's going to be very physical. There are a lot of big power players. Maybe it'll just be who can hit some threes. Can Frazier step out and hit some threes? He's capable, but it doesn't seem like anybody's shooting it that well, Lauren. Can you imagine that last year Georgia scored 35 points in this game? No. I cannot. And I mean, it, that's, it'd be all the way. It's all together different. He just he had a zero the other day. I know. Now, obviously, Kofi's impact has changed his role significantly. I've been so impressed with how Georgie's handled it. I mean, he's had a positive attitude. Yeah. He's brought the same energy. If you're going to be a champion, a couple of your star players are going to have to make everybody else better and sacrifice, and he's definitely done that. How much is Rutgers missing Geo Baker, do you think? <laughs> a lot. I mean, I talked to Pico last night at the hotel. He said he's clearly our best player. Uh, these are the type of games that they need him in. He's one of those few guards that can rise up over a good defense because of his length and his height. And he's a physical kid. So they're, they're going to miss him. But you look around the Big Ten, it's almost, you know, it's not about who you don't have. It's about the guys you're throwing out there on the court. Um, and everybody has to rise up and play well. But he, I just talked to him, Gio, a minute ago, and he's definitely sad that he's not playing in this battle. How long is he out? I don't know. He had a broken bone in his thumb. He said it's getting better. X-rays are, are, are better. But, you know, Lauren, those are those little injuries that can knock you out for months. Oh, those, those thumb injuries are really bad. Oh, I know. Talking uh, with Jess Settles from the Big Ten Network. He's on the television call for this one. Uh, early start. Most of the players and the coaches say we're, we're used to this Illinois practices early. But, I don't know, does it alter much for you if you're trying to get going here in the morning? It's There's two philosophies. Both have been successful. Steve Peichel brings his team in last night, doesn't even practice, just shows up today for the game. Uh, Brad Underwood wants to get his guys up, have a walkthrough at 6 a.m., go through their regular routines. 
we'll see what happens. I mean, as a player, I like to sleep in a little bit more maybe. Most guys do. As coaches, you want to control it a little bit more. I mean, Rick Pitino used to have full practices on game day. So it's just all different. Guys have won many different ways. Uh, your uh, partner today, Levering, worked the Iowa game last yeah. night. How did he get here? Oh, uh, He said it was a tough drive over, but uh, the temperature stayed high, high enough. It didn't freeze, but... He's going on just a little bit of sleep. And there's my buddy Deion Thomas who just showed up right here. This guy used to foul me a few times back in the day. Was that the strategy, just to hack you? Yes. I mean, <laughs> back when we didn't worry about fouling out Deion, you just grabbed and held and tripped and did what you had to do, right? And we still scored 90 points. Michigan State seems to be the big best team right now in the league. Yeah. But after that? Well, Anybody, Might be this. Anybody can claim that, right? Yeah. And Michigan State still hasn't gone on those, you know, three out of four games on the road. Uh, they'll probably get tripped up. So how critical is this game today? I mean, whoever wins this game is coming out of it saying, look. Second place. We're in second place, and we're going to start getting more calls, and our confidence is going to be at an all-time high. Both teams have so much to play for today. And I don't think – look, Michigan State – they have a great team, but even Tom Izzo will tell you they're not an elite team, and I think they're going to have to they're going to have to grind out wins on the road like everybody else. Well, they're missing Langford and all that, but that's what's made yeah. this league fun. And I think the league is much stronger than people were giving them credit for before the start of the season. It surprised us all, right? Mm -hmm. The reason I'm so surprised is all these guys: Tyler Cook at Iowa, uh, the kids from Michigan, a uh, coffee at Minnesota. All these guys, these good next future stars, left early. And so yeah. we lost a lot of talented players. Who's going to step up? Who's going to rise up? Well, a lot of guys have stepped up. The non-conference was pretty dominant for us in the league and uh, another spectacular year. Well, Jess, appreciate you spending some time. I know you got some uh, pre-production work yeah. to go do. And, uh, yeah, let's do it again. We'd love to have you. I oh, love it. Love being Thanks, on with Jess. you guys. Right. And, and we had a good time last night, didn't we, Lauren? We did. With Coach Lou. It was great. All right. Enjoy yeah. that. Oh, there's Georgie. But, yeah. Come on, Georgie. He gets his fist bumps in. That's part of you, his pregame routine. Guy. Nothing changing there. Thanks a lot, Jess Settles from Big Ten Network. He's on Twitter at Jess Settles Hoops. We'll come back with more. Our keys to the game. Also, the Coach's Corner with Stephen Gentry as Brian Barnhart talks with him, all leading up to an 11 a.m. tip-off here at the State Farm Center, Illinois, and Rutgers. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. And Lauren Tate as well at the State Farm Center, the Rare early start for an 11 a.m. game for the Illini, but that's not the last one of these. The Illini will have one in two weeks at Michigan. They'll start at 11 a.m. Of course, that'll be noon in Eastern time zone. They also have a noon start on Sunday the 2nd against the Iowa Hawkeyes. That's Super Bowl Sunday. But this one with a lot riding on it, as much as you can have in the early part of the Big Ten Conference season. Io DeSumo knows how important this is. Big game. I mean, I say this is probably one of our biggest games of the season so far because we're riding on so much momentum and we finally like turned that corner and we have to just continue to do that against Rutgers. I mean, we got a great road win, but I mean, it doesn't mean anything if we don't take care of our home court. Indeed, taking home care of home court is important, Lauren. But here's another thing: this is the last game the Illini have for a week. You don't want to sit for a week on a loss. Oh no, that's never good. Uh, I didn't want to sit after that Missouri game. I know that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I will tell you that um, this the key to this game, and, and I, I got this from Jess Settles, and I'll, I'm going to repeat it. 
he said that the rebounding is the key. Each of these teams is a plus 10 in rebounding, roughly. Plus 10. If Illinois can dominate the boards and they got the two big guys to do it, they can win this game. If they, it, that would mean more shots and it just means better play in the paint. And that's the key to this game, I think. Now, of course, if you can come back and say, well, you got to make threes and all that. But I don't think this will be a three-point shooting game, for uh, at least not for Rutgers. I think that Illinois uh, needs to dominate inside. Absolutely. Here's how Brad Underwood looks at the specific challenges of this Rutgers team. Well, they got very big guards. Obviously, Caleb McConnell. McConnell's another guy that had a big game against us last year. Uh, being 6'5", 6'6", at the point. They've got a young kid, uh, Mokehi, that's uh, is a freshman, 6'5", 6'6", plays the point. And, uh, you know, so they can create some some disadvantages from a size standpoint uh, with that. They're, they're an extremely handsy team uh, with that length and size on the defensive side, so they use it to their advantage. You know, and then Harper's a guy that, you know, 245, 250 pounds that, that is very skilled, can shoot the three, can put it on the floor. Uh, they're now putting him in a lot of ball screens. So they, they can cause you some mismatch problems because they're basically positionless one through four. So there you have it. And as we get to our keys to the game, they are brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert steers you in the right direction. A whole team of them takes you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. And, Lauren, you pointed out the rebound. And I would say, more specifically, it's – offensive rebounds for the Illini to get their second chance points and it's a defensive rebounds to avoid second chance opportunities <laughs> for, for Rutgers because they're really good at that. Well, that's right and, and you've got to beat them at what they're good at but the Illini are good at it too. Absolutely. The Illini have been dominant rebounding much more so than we ever dreamed of going into this season. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense with, with Kofi Coburn but you just didn't think of the Illini overall as a, as a high rebounding team. The other interesting thing for me is, with especially with Rutgers not being a great three-point shooting team, they're strong in other aspects, but the Illini kind of packing it in defensively this year, not playing as much pass denial and, and sort of tightening it in a little bit. How, how important will it be to stay there and not mm, over-sag too much, I guess? Well, I, that, that's the key. I mean, you've got to be able to stop the, the drive and stop the – the, the kick outs to the to the open guys and uh, that I, I don't know I think Illinois defense is a lot better but so is uh, so is Rutgers I mean these teams are so equal they shoot equal they shoot equal on threes they shoot equal they shoot they rebound equal I mean these are just, they're just equal teams should be fun one all right coach's corner in a moment Brian Barnard talks to Stephen Gentry fighting a line at game day we continue with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show here on a Saturday morning Illinois and Rutgers as the Illini look for their third straight win in Big Ten play here at the State Farm Center I'm Scott Beatty. It's time now for the Coach's Corner with Brian Barnhart, and he talks this morning with assistant coach Stephen Gentry. It's brought to us by Clark Lindsay and Hickory Point Bank. Coach, an early start today, but hey, you guys practice early, so this is not totally foreign, right? Yeah, no, I mean, to me, the, hey, when you're playing, you're playing. It doesn't matter what time it is. It could be 8 o'clock at night. 11 o'clock in the morning, it doesn't matter. We're excited just for another opportunity to compete. I've been watching this for a long time, uh, shoot-arounds and practices. I'm always amazed by the attention to detail that you guys as assistant coaches and all the coaching staff put into these games. I mean, it's a, it's a work of art. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, these games a lot of times come down to possessions. You know, we saw that the other night with uh, Wisconsin. So um, it's got to be a no-stone-unturned mentality because you – 
you never know. That particular play or concept that you're, uh, you're covering could be the difference between winning and losing. And how do you balance overloading the guys but also getting the points across? Yeah, no, I mean, I think we find a pretty healthy balance in terms of finding the meat and potatoes of what another team does and um, probably the most important concepts that will factor into winning or losing. Um, but, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it is kind of a, a slippery slope in terms of not throwing too much at the guys. But I think this time of the year they're so used to kind of the rhythm of our scouts and how much we throw at them that, uh, that they've kind of found that sweet spot. What pleased you guys the most about the win the other night? You got the win. That's the bottom line. But how we did it I thought was impressive. Yeah, I mean, I think our execution late, um, especially offensively, um, especially with the particular uh, set plays, uh, that we called and executed. Um, you know, there was kind of our middle ball screen package that I think we scored 25 points out of, and it was just really effective for us. And uh, But yeah, it was just the execution. It was executing a baseline out of bounds, getting a dunk for Kofi, um, executing a silent out of bounds, getting a great look, executing our press offense late, um, executing that middle ball screen package. So yeah, to me, it was just the, uh, the execution um, offensively. And I think also just kind of the level-headedness that we had um, they're in that late game situation. Um, we faced a lot of adversity throughout that game, and we kept a cool, calm head throughout. Execution's important every game. We're playing kind of a totally different team today, a physical, big physical team in Rutgers, right? Yeah, this is a new challenge for us. I mean, uh, the, the last two games have been um, a lot of systematic teams that kind of grind you out and run a lot of set plays and systems, and, and Rutgers is... Uh, much different. They play faster, they attack in transition, they set a lot of ball screens, um, and then they're really, really good uh, on the glass. So yeah, kind of a new challenge here for us defensively to uh, to counter some of the things yeah. they do. Steve Peichel played for Jim Calhoun. Uh, just bring, I think has brought a toughness and a we talk about system, but an identity, I think, to Rutgers. Yeah, no, I think you're exactly right. I mean, they, they certainly play with an identity. I think they take on the personality of their head coach. Um, you know, he's pretty animated on the sideline, and you know, he's in a defensive stance a lot of times there on the sideline. But, uh, yeah, they've taken on his personality and play with a lot of grit and nastiness. Yeah. Well, they are big inside, and it uh, looks to me like they block some shots, uh, get some steals too, right? Yeah, they're really handsy. I mean, they're one of those teams, if you're loose and casual with the ball, um, you know, they're going to get deflections, they're going to get steals, and then that leads to them getting out in transition, getting easy ones, and then you know, Miles Johnson's a, you know, a legitimate shot blocker in there. He gets about one and a half a game. Um, but they also protect the rim and protect the paint by just really loading up to the ball. Um, and again, being just kind of nasty with their hands and, and their shot blocking. We'll take a break. Back with Stephen Gentry here after this break on Illinois Basketball, the Coach's Corner. Visiting here this morning with Stephen Gentry, Illinois and Rutgers tipping off just after 11. All right, let's talk personnel a little bit. Uh, his dad was a pretty good player in the NBA, five, I think it was, NBA titles. Uh, the pedigree goes on here with Ron Harper Jr., right? Yeah, no, I mean, I was a big Bulls guy growing up, so uh, following Ron Harper and um, all those Bulls teams. Yeah, no, he, uh, I mean, his game is much different than his, than his father's, but, um, yeah, he's playing really well as of late. Um, he's a bull. He's a strong, strong driver. Um, kind of a mismatch uh, problem for you. He can score inside, he can score outside, and um, he's playing with a, a high, high motor right now. It's interesting how they've had to adjust. Injuries happen. Geo Baker it was a big part of what they do. <laughs> uh, what are you seeing as far as they adjust without him? You know, they really haven't changed how they, they play um, in terms of the, the sets that they run and kind of their system because they were kind of a multi-ball handler team anyways. 
Um, but yeah, Gio, uh, that's a big piece that they're missing. I mean, he was kind of their their leader, um, you know, kind of getting them in their actions and everything. But um, yeah, no, they've got other they've got other ball handlers: McConnell, McCul Mulcahy off the bench, uh, Young off the bench. Um, so I haven't seen a, a big, big change in terms of how they play, but um, it's just kind of been a next man up mentality, I think, for them. All right, who else do we need to watch? I know uh, they've got one guy uh, from England, Eboa. Yeah, no, he's a, a versatile scorer. Um, he's a really, really good driver. He, you know, 40% three-point shooter. Uh, he crashes the glass as well. Um, I think Hey McConnell, I think, is a big matchup. I mean, he's a kid that came in here as a freshman and had 25 points. Uh, last year, so he pro he's probably coming in here with a lot of confidence. He's taken over uh, the point guard spot for Baker. Um, got a really, really good dribble pull-up. Um, good, good score. Good feel for the game. Yeah. Miles Johnson. I mentioned uh, you mentioned him earlier. Twenty-five blocks. So he can, uh, if you're not paying attention, he'll knock your shot away. Yeah, the other thing, he's an incredible offensive rebounder. I mean, he's top ten in the country in offensive rebounding. He had nine of them uh, against Nebraska. Uh, earlier in the year and so it's a big big challenge for us uh, on the glass with him and then as a team you now I mean they've out rebounded their opponents in 14 of their 15 games they're another top 10 rebounding team there with us so I think that's probably the biggest stat um, you know to keep an eye on is, is rebounding on both ends when you look at the numbers we're kind of similar to Rutgers in a lot of ways I mean when you think about outside shooting or inside physicality that kind of play yeah, they're dependent on, on twos, kind of like we are at times. Um, yeah, they're a really good uh, a defensive team, a really good rebounding team like us. Yeah, there's there's some similarities there. I think we're both two kind of gritty, hard-playing teams as, as well. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to kind of see which uh, which system uh, wins out here. Yeah. The coach Michael go deep on the bench, or does he stick with – Five or six, or um, he'll go about eight deep. I mean, it was nine with Baker. Now it's 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 more eight. Um, but they do get a spark off the bench. Um, okay, I mean, I think he's. I'm a big fan of him. Uh, just a freshman, incredible feel for the game. Uh, great passer, and then uh, Jacob Young. I think I've faced him now like four times at three <laughs> different schools. We played him at uh, Stephen F, Oklahoma State, and Gonzaga. So. Uh, Pretty familiar with him. He gives him a spark off the bench. He's averaging 15 points a game uh, these last few games here without Baker, so he's giving them a spark off the bench as well. Well, Coach, good to visit. I know you weren't here last year. We had a wild game with these guys. Uh, Georgie had, a, I'm sure you've seen the tape, uh, had a big game against them last year. Yeah, I watched the tape. Yeah, it was, it was a good one. Georgie, uh, Georgie had a big game. McConnell for them had a big game, and they had they dropped 45 points on us in the first half. Hopefully we don't see that again. Um, yeah, Georgie was really effective there in the low block in, in, in a lot of different areas and a lot of different sets, and we'll try to uh, kind of go back to a few of those here this morning. All right. Hey, Coach, good luck today. Thanks for the visit. All right, thanks. That's Coach Stephen Gentry with us on the Coach's Corner. Many thanks, Brian, and that's the Coach's Corner brought to you by Clark Lindsay and Hickory Point Bank. We have more coverage coming up from the State Farm Center in just a moment as Illinois gets ready for Rutgers. Afterward, we'll bring you the Fasters Etc. postgame show. I'll be with you along with Michael Kaiser and Evan Kahn. 